0: Pentecost Sunday. Clothed with the power from on high. Clothed with the power from on high. Today is the 50th day after Passover, church. After Easter. Pentecost was celebrated 50 days after Passover. We know that Jesus Christ was crucified During Passover time, the Holy Spirit came 50 days after the resurrection into the earth. The Bible tells us that Jesus spent 40 days after his resurrection continuing to preach and teach. And after those 40 days, he ascended back into heaven. And ten days after his ascension back into heaven, the disciples, his followers, the apostles, were clothed with power from on high. This day is celebrated as Pentecost Sunday. This day commemorates God's power, God's power, church, being revealed. It is what Jesus called him, power from on high. In Luke's gospel and before Jesus ascended into heaven, he said this to his disciples. He said, I am going to send you what my father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. This promise that would bring power from on high, church, refers to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit amongst God's people. Jesus is telling them to wait in the city until God have clothed them with power. This verse, church, is not talking about the Holy Spirit residing in them. The Holy Spirit residing in us, or the disciples, just receiving the Holy Spirit. But it's talking about the Holy Spirit coming to empower them. The Holy Spirit coming to empower us. When we are born again, the Spirit of God comes into us. And he takes up residency in us. The Holy Spirit dwells in every believer, every believer. Jesus tells them to tarry, to tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are clothed with power from on high. When we are clothed with power from on high, we are transformed. We're no longer the same creatures. We're new creatures in Christ. Set apart creatures. No longer the same. Clothed <laughs> with the power from on high. And this began at Pentecost. Acts 1, 1 through 5. In the first book of Theopolis, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up after he had given commands through through the holy spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen he presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait, to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me, for John baptized with water. Hallelujah. But you will be baptized, With the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Not many days from now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Again, when we are born again, the Holy Spirit comes to us in a measure. In a measure. But there is another work of the Holy Spirit, church. Another work of the Spirit of God. And here Jesus makes it clear. He makes it clear to the disciples, there is another work of the Spirit of God. Not only he says, "John, baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. The gift that God the Father promised is the baptism in the Holy Spirit church. The baptism. In the Holy Spirit. The baptism in the Holy Spirit is a gift God wants all believers to have. Jesus said that this gift is a promise from God the Father. A promise from God the Father to all who truly and purposefully follow Christ. And fulfill his mission. His mission, church, to spread his message. of Forgiveness, salvation. The idea of being baptized with the Holy Spirit is not of water. It's not of water, as Jesus says. The word baptism, we know, means what? Immersed. It means immersed. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is that we as humans, beings, are being immersed in God. We are being immersed in God. When we are baptized by immersion, we are put under the water and buried to die, church, to what? Our old selves. In this same way, In this same way, baptism in the Holy Spirit is to be immersed in the Spirit. To be immersed in the Spirit of God. So whatever we are, whatever we do, is not of ourselves. It's not of ourselves. It is of the Lord Jesus Christ who is the Spirit, church, who is the Spirit. We now do nothing of ourselves, nothing of ourselves. It is of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who is the Spirit of God living in each of us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now again, the idea of being baptized in the Holy Spirit is not of water. The baptism in the Holy Spirit is not the same as receiving the Holy Spirit. The baptism is not the same as receiving the Holy Spirit. In John 20, Jesus breathed and gave the Holy Spirit to the disciples. We remember that on the day that he rose from the dead. He was not baptizing them in the Holy Spirit then. This was the spiritual rebirth of the disciples, receiving the Holy Spirit. We all who accepted Christ as what? Received the Holy Spirit, spiritual salvation of the Holy Spirit. And yet, and yet we see many Christians not being led, not displaying the workings of the spirit, and not even performing any of his many gifts. Any of his many gifts. Jeremiah. (laughs) Jeremiah said, it's like fire. Shut up in my bones. Hallelujah. He can't hold it in no longer. Can't hold it in no longer. We cannot deny the power, church, Of the Holy Spirit. The power from on high. You cannot deny its power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I ask you. Have you allowed yourself to be baptized in the Holy Spirit? Even after the disciples received the Holy Spirit, Jesus told them to wait. He said, wait before you go on my mission to spread my message throughout the world. Wait until you are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Jesus wanted them to be immersed, hallelujah, and fully clothed in the power of God. Fully immersed in the power of God. Glory, hallelujah, This is the promise of God for every single believer of the gospel of his son, Jesus Christ. Not only that we just receive the Holy Spirit, but that you will be baptized. You will be immersed. You will be covered. You will be clothed with the power from on high. Glory, hallelujah. Jesus Christ himself, church, did not begin his public ministry... Until he was anointed with power. Until he was anointed with power. Anointed means to be set apart, commissioned, empowered for service. We know um, immersed means to be baptized, suggests suggest that. Immersed means to be soaked, to be, to be saturated, empowered by God's spirit, so we can continue the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We must be soaked and empowered, saturated with God's spirit like Jesus was. Like Jesus was. Jesus told them to wait for the promise of the Father. Wait. Because they needed to learn. They needed to learn. They could not continue the work of the Lord in their own strength. We as a church cannot continue the work of the Lord in our own strength, church. We cannot do it. We need the power from on high. We need the power from on high. Acts 1-8. But you will receive power When the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. This is the key verse. The primary purpose of the baptism in the Holy Spirit is to provide power to communicate the message of Jesus to others. The primary purpose of baptism in the Holy Spirit is to provide power to communicate the message of Jesus Christ, church, to others. The power to deliver the message to those who have not, who do not have a personal relationship with God. The message that they can receive forgiveness they can learn to follow Jesus and fulfill their purpose his purpose in their lives the Holy Spirit empowers us to communicate that message to those who do not have a personal relationship with God and the end result would be that more people will come to love they will come to know Jesus as Lord as leader, and as authority over their lives. This is the Great Commission. This is the Great Commission that all believers, and we are all believers, that we are called to in Christ. In Christ. This is it. The Great Commission to spread the word of Jesus Christ. Spread the word. The good news of salvation. The good news of forgiveness. And we all, God bless us all, we need to know that we are forgiven people. We are loved people. Hallelujah. That we can be saved. That we will never be too far off. That Jesus wouldn't pull us back in. There are none, none, that's really lost. If they are lost, they don't want to be found. They don't want to be found. Because God's arms are wide open. Wide open for forgiveness and and salvation. To save them. To save them. And we as the church, we as the church, anointed people of God, with the power of them on high, are to go out and spread that message to those who don't know, who think they are lost, who think they are hopeless. That is the main purpose of the Spirit of God within us, church. Within us. This is what Pentecost is when God revealed His promise to mankind, His power from on high, his power, church. God promised through Jesus that those who believe in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ would receive the Holy Spirit, but not only receive the Holy Spirit, but to be baptized, immersed, clothed with that power from on high, church. This is the only way the disciples, the apostles, and we as the church Today, can continue the work of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 It won't be by our might. No. Won't be by our might. It won't be our power. Hallelujah. Only by the Spirit of the Almighty God. Hallelujah. Will it be done? Will it be done? So, move ourselves to the side. Move ourselves to the side and let the Spirit have his way. Have his way in you. Allow that power from on high to have his way in your life, church. To transform your life. To transform you. Hallelujah. It's not to be dormant within you. We can say, oh, I've received Christ. The Holy Spirit lives in me. But there's no evidence. There's no evidence, church. No, that's not the plan of God. You have power. You have to activate that power within you, church. You have to activate that power of God within you. Hallelujah. That's glorifying God. That is glorifying God, showing that God is not a liar, that he is not a liar, he says when you receive Christ, you receive that power from on high to be baptized in, to be immersed in, to be clothed in. The Bible says put on your new self. Yeah. Put on your new self. Don't walk around here as your old self. God has blessed you with power, the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. You can't deny his power. He's going to bug you. He's going to aggravate you. You You're a child of God. He's not going to let you go. You're going to have nightmares of the Holy Spirit. (laughs) You're going to have cold sweats in the Holy Spirit. you going to say, get up from there. Get up. Tell those dry bones to get up. Get up. This is the fulfillment, church, of Pentecost. The promise of God's spirit, the power from on high. As we read Acts 2, 1 through 4, it says this. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all, the disciples of Jesus, all of them, in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And it says, and divided tongues. It divided tongues of fire. As a fire appeared to them and rested. Holy Spirit, come rest on us. And rested on each of them. And they were filled. Hallelujah. I like the way God brings things to full circle. Hallelujah. And they were filled. They were all filled with The Holy Spirit. And then after they were filled, he says, and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can't tell me the Spirit is not at work. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. This is the fulfillment of God's promise from Jesus That the disciples would be clothed with power from on high. What we just read is that fulfillment, that promise coming into reality, church. The promise from Jesus that the disciples would be clothed with power from on high. Making them able to communicate with boldness and authority the message and truth of Christ. They became people that the Spirit of God could use. They became people, hallelujah, that the Spirit of God could use. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God is looking for folks to use. He's looking for folks to activate him. Is he sitting dormant in you? Have you activated him? As you told him, baptize me, Holy Spirit. Allow me to do the works of the Lord. Is He moving in you? Is He like fire shot up in your bones? Are you grieving the Holy Spirit? Are you grieving? He made them able to communicate with boldness and authority the message and truth of Christ. And they became people that the Spirit of God could use. The Spirit of God can use us all. If we have a willing heart, he is willing to use you if you have a willing heart, church. If you have a willing heart. It says they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Speaking in tongues is a supernatural expression of God's Spirit. It is the whole, is His Holy Spirit inspired way of speaking, of praying, and praising God. It's all for God, not our glory but for the glory of God. God give us utterance in in tongues to glorify him, not ourselves, not ourselves. It is the Holy Spirit inspired way of speaking, praising, and praying to God in a language that we don't even know, just like the disciples. They were speaking a language that they didn't even know. Other languages that they have never learned. Languages that we have never learned. That's the Spirit of God. That is power to place words in you that you've never ever heard. To place knowledge in you that you never knew. That you never knew, church. Know this though that our Heavenly Father never intended for us to go without clothing, to go without being clothed, to go without his power. (laughs) He never intended for his children, the church, to go without his power. The idea of Pentecost is that we are to be clothed with power from on high to commit to continue the mission the work of Jesus Christ Jesus says that those works will be even greater than his the works that we are to do will be even greater than his because we can take his works what we know of the Holy Spirit and spread it throughout the whole world that is the great commission. That is the mission of the church. The mission of the church. That is why they said this was beginning also of the church. That Peter gave that message and then proclaimed Christ to the world. And then they set out on that beautiful mission. The same mission that we are on today. The same exact mission, church, that we are on today. This is where it started. At Pentecost. But as we learn, church, we have to be what? To spread that message, we have to be clothed in the right attire. We have to be clothed in the right attire. So I ask you today, what kind of clothes are you wearing? What kind of clothes are you wearing? As we know, clothing identifies people. Clothing identifies people. Sadly to say, we have many gang members in in this city and cities all around the world that express who they are by their colors of clothing that they wear. We also have those that Go against God's word that homosexuality of any kind is an abomination. They also express who they are by the colors that they wear of their clothing. We have police officers. We have firemen who wear uniforms. And we know who they are because of their what? Clothing. Clothing. We have the military, men and women who also wear uniforms that we know which branch of service they serve in because of their what? Their clothing. So I ask every Christian in the room, every Christian that on live screen, are you clothed with the spiritual clothing God has provided for you? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? We wouldn't go out in public undressed, would we? So, as Christians, we ought not to go out without the spiritual clothing that God has provided for us. We ought not. We ought not. This is without putting on Christ. This is without putting on Christ, as the Galatians three twenty seven says. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. Yes, you are. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every one of you were baptized into Christ. Have you clothed yourself with Christ? Not just on Sundays, church. Not just on Sundays. But do you put on Christ every single day? Every single day do you put on your uniform? Hallelujah. Do you put on that mind of Christ every single day? As the Bible tells us to. Put on that mind of Christ every single day day. Romans tells us this, says, let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. (laughs) It's clear. It's clear. We cannot go out putting on, without putting on the armor of light, who is the Lord Jesus Christ. We can't. And without being clothed in God's power. I'm quite sure every Christian in the room have experienced going out, Without putting on Christ. It was not a good experience. And we realized that when the attacks came. When the enemy took over us, we realized, man, I didn't put on Christ this morning. I walked right out of my door, not even thinking about it. Not even thinking about it. And the enemy knew it. The enemy knew it. Anytime, and and many of you probably can testify, anytime, that you don't give that time to the Lord before you leave that house in the morning, don't go well, do it. Don't go well. But you will be reminded. (laughs) You will be reminded. No matter how far you are throughout your day, you still... You still can give him praise, right? You still can give him praise. And finally, in Ephesians, Paul tells us this: Paul tells us to put on the whole armor of God. To put on the whole armor of God. See, we got clothes, church. We got clothes. God wants to protect His people. <laughs> He don't want us out there running around naked. No. Says put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. He's waiting outside your door. <laughs> when we do this, another thing that happens when we are clothed in God's power, clothed in God's armor, the Bible says he will flee. <laughs> the Bible says he will flee, church. Simple as that. Is the devil on anyone back in here today? Is he easy on anyone back? Put on the clothes. Put on the arm of God. Oh, yeah. Protect yourself. Protect yourself. Pentecost. Clothed with the power from on high. Know this church that this heavenly power of Pentecost is for all born-again Christians for all born again Christians. For you, 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 all of you. This power. This power that the Bible talks about. This power that the Bible that God the Holy Spirit just revealed to us is for everyone in here. Everyone on live stream. It's for you. The Holy Spirit is in you. Don't don't let them sit dormant. Jesus is not a man that he should lie. He tells us that, that we have power over these things that come upon us in this earth, church. You really, through the power of God, are in control of a whole lot of how your life goes. You are. You are. God has blessed us with that, He has blessed us with that reality. But we won't know it unless we soak ourselves in his word, unless we really trust God, unless we really trust his word, really trust his word. I know things that we go through in this life is difficult, it's hard, it almost seems unbelievable to some of the things that, that come upon us. We say, God, why did you let this come upon us? But God gives us power and strength to endure it. We bring it to us, he will bring us what? Through it. Through it. God brings us through things. We will go through things, but God has promised to take us through them. So we must hold on and endure. With the power from on high, we will get through them. Whatever you're facing, God has blessed us to be able to get through it, to get through it. It's not woe is me. We have the power of God on our side. (laughs) Hallelujah. It's not woe is me. We have the power of God on our side. You don't have to stand behind the pulpit to receive that power. You don't have to stand behind a pulpit or bring a message to serve God. You all have that power. We all have that power. We have the same power that raised Christ from the dead. Do you believe that? Hallelujah. If you, be- That's what I'm talking about. If you believe that, hallelujah. We have the power that raised Christ from the dead. All you have to be is just baptized in the Holy Spirit. (laughs) All you have to be is being baptized in the Holy Spirit. That means just have to be fully clothed. Fully clothed with the Holy Spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit who dwells in you to have his way and intentionally walk by the Spirit Allow him to baptize you. Amen? Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, as we prepare for communion, Father, I pray that you just take hold of us, Father. Take hold of our minds, Father. Take hold of what we are about to do, Father. That we are about to proclaim to be witnesses in the death, resurrection, the life of Jesus Christ. That this is our faith, God, that we join into in the name of Jesus In the name of Jesus, our communion with you, God, that you have provided for us, God. Let it be so, God, in in, in your will, God, that we think before we do, God, that we think before we do, in Jesus' name. Communion. Communion, church, it reminds us of the forgiveness we experience through Christ. Reminds us of the, the forgiveness we experience through Christ. Paul tells us to what? Examine ourselves. Examine ourselves before eating the bread and drinking of the cup. Examine ourselves. So that we are not going to communion without humble hearts. That we understand the sacrifice of Jesus for us. Not to pretending to be right with God. Not pretending to be right with God. But understanding what right what God really means. In Luke 22, Jesus said, and he took the bread and gave thanks, thank you Lord, and he broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body, this is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me let's partake of the bread thank you Lord thank you Lord in the same way after the supper he took the cup thank you Lord saying this is This cup is the new covenant. The new covenant in my blood. The new life agreement that we have entered into with our faith in Christ. He says, which is poured out for you. Poured out for us. The blood of Jesus. The sacrificial lamb of God crucified and died on the cross for each and every one of us and we do this in remembrance of him partake of the cup Lord we thank you for giving us the opportunity to join in communion with you Lord Lord, I pray that our service, our faith, our minds, our hearts, our bodies are used to glorify you. All that we do and all that we say, we love you, Lord. We thank you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, amen. These altars are open.